Are you in my Facebook group yet, Faith-Filled Business? If you're not, I want you to go over there right now and join the group. I'm about to release a whole bunch of new changes, dates to the group to make this a more fun place to hang out, a better community, a better place for you to learn and to share, to grow, all of the things. I'm, I want this group to be like the place that you like to hang out online. Um, because it's my favorite place to hang out online and I want it to be your favorite place too. So I'm about to um, share a whole bunch of new updates and changes. And if you're not already there, I'd love for you to come join me and be part of that. I'd love to get to know you there and to be part of like this new phase of this group. So head over to uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community or just type faith filled business into the search bar and come join us over there. It'll be so much fun. I want you to be part of this new, all these new changes. All right. Now, once you've done that, come back to this episode because you're not going to want to miss this conversation. I have an amazing guest on today. I have Lindsay Mahoski, who is a confidence and clarity coach, and she is sharing with us um, three ways that we can show up more confidently as women of faith. She has some really great advice and tips. So if you are, if you've, if you've ever had like that nagging thought in the back of your head that tells you that you're not good enough, that your business is just not going to work, that you're going to fail, that nobody's going to like you, whatever those stupid thoughts are, let's just ditch those right now and put these steps that Lindsay has for us into action. So this is a really, like, really great conversation. I'm so excited to share this with you and all of Liz- Lindsay's wisdom. So um, yeah, let's not delay. Let's hop right into this conversation. Welcome to Faith-Filled Business, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs who want to create a firm foundation as they grow their biblical businesses. Are you posting on social media but just hearing crickets or holding yourself back from posting how you really feel because you're afraid people will tune you out? Maybe you've been at this business thing for a while but feel like the dots just aren't connecting and you're not making any money. You know God called you to run a business, so here's the good news. If he called you, he's gifted you with a special something to help you stand out. All we've got to do is let it shine. You can have fun selling. You just need to tap into the gifts God gave you. So cozy on up with a coffee as we chat about creating a profitable business that's rooted in biblical truths. Let's get started. Well, welcome, Lindsay. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. No worries. No worries. So, Kim, let's just start letting, let me know a little bit about who you are, your background. What is it you do and help people with? Absolutely. So, uh, hey, it's Lindsay. I am a confidence and clarity coach. I help women um, live unapologetically so that they can show up as their most authentic self online. So I go into um, all aspects of their life and their business and their online presence and really help them show up confidently and as the authority in their specific niche. Oh, I love that. That's such an important thing for us to be able to do. Because like from my perspective, I help people with their coffee and it's one of the defining things of your like brand and your business is like, what is that self that you're showing up as, because that's really the thing that gets people most interested in working with you. So that's so important to be able to help people 
like bring that out of themselves. So what was your journey to to like getting into this space? Is this is this something that you've always had just like a natural like gifting for or something that you kind of had to grow into? Like what's that <laughs> look like for you? A little bit of both, actually. So um, if you would have told me a year and a half ago that I was going to be a life and business coach for women entrepreneurs, I would be like, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Um, because that was just never on my life vision or on my path that I had chosen. And um, it's interesting how it kind of all came about because I actually hit, I, I like to say I, I hit rock bottom myself. And um, unfortunately, not for the first time. And it just so happened to be that that this time, which was about a year ago, um, it was February 2022, when I hit a really low depressive state. And I just remember like crying and praying to God that like, I need a sign. I need something like my life is not the way that I envisioned it. I'm not doing the things that I said I was going to do. Like, help me, please. Mm. And so um I was working with both a life coach and a business coach, like two separate women at the time. And my life coach, um, I finally broke down and got vulnerable with her and told her all my woes and was like, what do I do? And she was like, what do you want to do? And that question stood out to me because I was like, nobody's mm. ever asked me what I want to do before, which sounds so silly because I'm 30 years old. It's like yeah. everyone asks you when you're little, what do you want to be when you grow yeah. up? And I had always said one form or another of helping people. Like I've always had a very service forward personality. Mm. And so I told her, I said, I want to help women. But not just the women that I was currently helping, because I've been helping women off and on throughout my career, whether it was in the medical field or it was um, in my network marketing business that I was in. And I told her, I said, I want to help more than just my team, right? Like more right. than just the women that I was helping. And she was like, why don't you become a life coach? And I literally laughed at her. I was like, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing ever, because my life is a mess. I am a straight up hot mess. There's yeah. no way that anyone's going to take life advice from me. And so I kind of ignored her, but I did go back to God and I was like, give me a sign, give me something. And it's amazing how he works in our lives. And he just started mm -hmm. dropping this whole idea of life coach in my lap over and over and over again. And it was about two weeks after that conversation with my life coach that I was meeting with a business coach and she asked me the exact same question. She was like, Lindsay, oh. what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, this is weird. And so yeah. I told her like all the same things. And she said, why don't you become a life coach? And I was like, OK, I get it. That's I the, get it, God. I that's the sign. <laughs> and so that was kind of the sign for me. And I remember a few months after this conversation, because I hid it from literally everyone, including my mom. And um, a couple months later, I was telling my mom what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And she was like, Lindsay, this is perfect. You've always been the hype girl on every dance team or sport you ever played. Like you were everyone else's biggest cheerleader. You didn't have yeah. to be front and center. You were the girl in the back hyping them up, telling them they can do it, cheering them on. Yeah. And so she's like, this just makes a lot of sense for you. And 
I think when she told me that, that it was, it's always been my personality to serve women, to hype them up. <laughs> I think that's when it finally clicked with me. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing here, God. Like you're, you've got something on yeah. your mind. And so, yeah, that's I love how I moved into where I'm at. I love that. And I love like being able to thread it back and see the pattern of it. Like, even although you couldn't necessarily see that in the moment and just having that brought brought forward to you and like no there's that thread of like this has always been you you've just kind of had to navigate it and rediscover it and bring it forward into your own life and that's just that's just where you go I love how God works like that that's just so fun (laughs) that's so so cool it's so amazing when you start to open your eyes and your ears and your heart to those little signs of like yeah okay God I'm listening like I'm ready tell me what I need to do yeah yeah, because he's he's shouting loud and clear sometimes. It just takes us like navigating through the fog to kind of find where that clear voice is coming from. Exactly. I love that. That's so cool. So why confidence specifically? Like, why is this something that you specifically want to focus on in your or not want to like something that you are focusing on in your business? Yeah, absolutely. So after I started taking um, clients and helping women I started to see a reoccurring pattern of my clients just were not confident showing up as themselves or putting their offers out there, whatever it may be, is there was that there was that lack of confidence, but also fear of judgment, imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome, like all of those things that just kept coming up. And so I realized that what they needed was exactly what I needed is a confidence boost, Um, somebody Mm -hmm. or something to boost up my confidence. And after I was more confident in being my true self, being authentically me, that's when the clarity came in. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I see. I see what I need to do here. I need to help women find their own confidence so that they can find clarity in what it is that they have to offer. And so that's why I like to focus on confidence and clarity, because I feel like you have to address that root cause first and then Mm -hmm. build upon it. Yeah. And from what you've seen, like, do you, do you have any sort of idea about what that root cause is or are things that people can look for? Like, is there like a pattern for why people are not having that confidence in their lives or like struggling to find that? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it comes back to a lot of us are told throughout our entire life that we can't do something like mm we're told to do it a specific way, like go to college, get a job, get a degree, work a nine to five, have a 401k, like all the things. Right. And then we've been told from like the beginning of existence that women are not to work. And so it's like, if you're a working mom and you put your kids in daycare, it's like, oh my gosh, why are you not staying home? Why are you not being a homemaker? But then if you're a homemaker, it's like, well, why aren't you contributing to the household? Why aren't you doing these things? And so women are told our whole entire life that we're not worthy and that we can't do something. And I'm just like, yes, you can. You can do whatever you want, right? And that's that's a lot of subconscious programming that mm. has been fed to us our entire life. And the invention of the internet and social media only made it worse because we were told yeah. that we have to show up a certain way. We have to look a certain way. We have to have the right kind of body and all of these things. And so what the key is to notice it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that we're not 
doing a good enough job as a society is we're not pointing it out to people. Mm. So we need to have self-reflection of saying, okay, am I feeling worthy? Am I, you know, am I suffering with confidence issues? Am I afraid to put it out there because somebody might judge me for the way that I say it? And we see this a lot actually in Christians because especially like a new newer Christian. So I grew up in a different religion and broke away from that, had a pretty terrible split, went and like ruined my life and then came back to my Christianity. And I remember at first being very scared to like Mm. tell people about God and tell people about Jesus and my savior and all these other things. And I was really scared that my current friends or the world was going to judge me for having faith. And so it's like that in all aspects of our life, right? Like we don't put it out there because we're afraid of the backlash. We're afraid of the judgment or what people are going to say. And I think recognizing that first and foremost of like, I'm scared. Right? Like we can be scared, but you have to recognize that you're scared first. Yeah. That's really great. And yeah, just like allow yourself to have that moment. That's something that a couple of people have said that in different podcasts I've listened to, just allowing yourself to sit with the emotions for a little bit and then pick yourself back up and figure out how to move forward. But it's okay to have that moment and just sit there and feel that fear or feel that anxiety or whatever it is. And then you have to go, okay, well, now what are we going to do about it? Because there has to be that after. Um, I love the like, oh, just all of that was really great. Something that I was really thinking about um, as you were talking through all of that was that like when you were talking about like women being told that they can't do stuff and it's just this idea that like there's no one right way to do things. And I feel like that's yeah. the the message that people really need to like le- learn to kind of like internalize. Like you can, you can kind of do whatever feels best to you. If you want to stay home, you can stay home. If you want to go out to the work, go out to work. If you want to run a business and have a nine to five. You can do that if you want to go all into business. You can do that. There's like so many different ways that you can do life and that you can do business. And and there's not, you're not wrong for picking one path over another. Like as long as it feels good to you and it's what God has called you to do, then yeah. that's what that's what matters out of all of this, right? Oh, exactly. I love that. There's no cookie cutter for this. Yeah. Like you can't exactly duplicate it because even if you use the same cookie cutter over and over again, the frosting is going to be different or the shape is going to bake differently. Um, we all do things in our own unique way. And I, mm-hmm. I love that you said that. Yeah, there's definitely no cookie cutter way or there's no rule book that says you have to do it this way. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I love that. So from your perspective, then, so let's get into some like advice from you. What happens when we don't like allow ourselves to show up so if we're feeling that fear we're feeling that lack of confidence and we we allow that to kind of dominate us what happens like what does that look like in our lives or in our business and and why is that not a good thing yeah so um it's it's a chain reaction and I think that we don't recognize it at first because it's like oh well I'm just gonna not put this one thing out but then that one thing turns into a couple things and then What happens is we just stop showing up altogether and we stop putting it out there of what we have to offer, how we can serve or help people. And then what we don't see is the flip side of that is like maybe there was one person out there that we were meant to touch their lives and we didn't. Mm. And now 
they didn't get that experience. And it's humbling when you put that perspective on it because you realize that, you know, we're, as a, as a human species, we're very self-centered. And yeah. <laughs> we are constantly thinking about me and what happens with me and how does it affect my life when we don't realize that we are constantly affecting the lives of the people around us. And so mm -hmm. if we don't show up, we don't help that person on the other side. And yeah. that's where the chain reaction happens. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, right? We tumble mm, down yeah. from there. Yeah. I had a, a band director tell me, I can't remember the exact number. I think when I was in high school, he said something along the lines of like the average person will impact like 10,000 people across their lifetime or something like that. Like it was a vast number. And I remember sitting there like, I don't even know that many people. Like mm -hmm. I know like six people. Like how on earth could you impact 10,000 people? That's never going to be me. And, you know, now I am having a business. Maybe that will be me. Maybe it'll be more than that. Right. That's kind yeah. of crazy to think about. Like we like, we're all so interconnected in a way that even if we don't notice it, like just people observe, like someone could walk by you on the street and see the way that you're carrying yourself. And that could have an impact. Like it's it's crazy the number of ways that you can influence people just by living your life the way that you live it. And well, and exactly yeah. that you said a key word there is like we influence people. And that, that's a big buzzword nowadays with social media mm -hmm. is like being an influencer. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is you might tell one person one thing and it really resonates with them and they go and tell another person and then that person tells another person. And that's mm. where you're impacting tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people's of lives because you impacted that one person. And yeah. You, yeah, you never know when just smiling at a stranger could mean the day, like could make or break their day. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Just like the little things. Like I know every time anyone grabs a door for me when I've got like my baby and my stroller and it's like, oh, you just made like my life so much better today. Yeah. I didn't have to struggle at the doorway. Such a tiny thing. And it's like if that has an impact, what is like a message that you, like in your business? What is that going to have for people? Because that's like so much more than just opening a door or exactly. smiling. When we find that inner confidence and we do just show up like in our full selves, like how, what does that look like then? Like how does that impact our lives, our businesses, our families? Like what does that other side look like? Oh, it's beautiful. And I love to put this in. Sorry, I've, you know, working with people on their online presence, everything comes back to social media references yeah. for me. But yeah. it comes to social media when I when I talk to a client and they're like, I only had 25 people watch my video or I only got 10 likes on my video. And I ask them, I'm like, OK, but if you were standing in your house right now and 10 people walked in and said, I like what you do would that be overwhelming or would you say that's not enough? And they're like, that would be overwhelming. That's a lot of people. And I'm like, exactly. Like you just impacted 10 people's lives. You just impacted 25 people's lives. And um, it's like that chain reaction is that person mm -hmm. is then going to go and impact somebody else's life. And so when we start to show up, the biggest thing is not to focus on how many people we're helping, but the value of what we're portraying. Mm -hmm. And just know that your message, God is going to take it and run with it. And he's going to deposit it in front of the right people. But you have to show up first. You have to put mm -hmm. yourself out there so that he can take it and run with it. 
you have to first turn the camera on or turn the podcast on, right? Like you have to first hit that record button or he can't do anything with it. So yeah, it's like us helping him reach the masses. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, it's like you have to take that first obedient step in order to like see the impact and the outcome of that. It's like something that like I feel I like I've been working on or having to come to terms with over the last like several months or so is like like I've been waiting for these like ideas and this calling from God. And it's like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? I need this clarity. And it's like, okay, you you get the little bits and then you have to take that action. You have to take those steps before it and then it's like it's like it is a chain reaction. It, it snowballs. As soon as you take that obedient action, then you get more clarity, more information, you get more guidance. And it's just like he's like he's he's waiting on that faith step for you to go, okay, I gave you this little thing. Do you trust me to go with this? And if you go yes, <laughs> then there's gonna be so much more that comes after that. Yeah. To kind of continue that work and to continue building that confidence in his path. Absolutely. And a a book that's really impacted my life. Um, I got it for Christmas. And so I just started it in January, but it's called Is God Speaking to Me by Lisa oh. Turkhurst. I'm not going to say her last name right, but her first name is Lisa with a Y. Um, and it's just a small pocketbook. And it's all about that radical obedience of like listening mm. to God and being willing to open your your heart and your mind to his message. And it's really impactful book. I encourage everybody to read it because it's just, yeah. it's one of those things that puts it in perspective for you. Um, mm. And you may be thinking like, well, I am listening to God. I am open and I'm here for him. But it's like taking that extra deeper step of like, what, yeah. how can we make this more intentional? Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a book that I, I love to recommend. Yeah. Before. I'll have to check that out. I don't think I've heard of that before. That sounds really good. Oh, man. Okay, so what can we do about all this? We've talked about how there's a bit of a lack of confidence, a bit of an epidemic, really, of especially in like Christian spaces of us just not like taking ownership of that unique calling for ourselves. What what do we do about that? How do we actually like go about finding more confidence, practicing that, actually being able to show up as ourselves. I know that you've got three three kind of pieces of advice that you like to share with people. So why don't you take us through those right now? Yeah, absolutely. The first and foremost is prayer. Um, I love to, one thing that I learned in my my recent journey is continual prayer or constant prayer. And so I think a lot of times we think we have to sit down and have this long, drawn out, very meticulous, like to the point prayer. Yeah. When really in reality, it can be quick, short, intermittent, little like, Mm -hmm. Lord, please help me right now. (laughs) It just can be one or two sentences. And so I love to just pray about everything. Right. Mm. Just let him come into your life, do his work. And one that I have been leaning into a lot lately is just, Lord, help me hear your voice and see Mm -hmm. your path and like make it clear to me what my next step is. And I just focus on that next step, right? Yeah. Yeah. But taking that deeper, I love to do personal um, affirmations, positive affirmations. And I do Mm. these every morning, but also throughout the day as needed. And Mm. when it comes to affirmations is taking ownership. So really doing that I am affirmations or Mm -hmm. I have, I, you know, all the 
positive spins on affirmations and yeah. consistency with it. So mm-hmm. having the same positive affirmation every single morning. So if your affirmation is literally, I am confident, then just saying that to yourself in the mirror, I know it's like weird to make eye contact with yourself and you're not going to believe it at first, especially if you struggle with confidence or if you struggle with uh, peace or joy, whatever your positive affirmation is, you're going to feel real silly in the beginning. I'm just going to warn you right now and you're not going to believe it. But if you stay consistent and you say them out loud, because there's something about hearing your own voice yeah. That registers in your subconscious. And when you are consistent with it and you start to say it with almost like authority or enthusiasm and you start to believe it, believe it over and over and over again. And you'll mm-hmm. come to this point where you're like, I am confident. And you have like a little yeah. sass to it. Um, yeah. That, that's my second tip is those positive affirmations. Um, mm. And thirdly, journal. Journal about everything. and all the things. And my favorite is to do a nighttime, a nightly brain dump. So Mm. sitting down right before you go to bed, turn your phone off or put it away. So it's not a distraction and just spend five minutes. That's all you need. Five to 10 minutes and dump out all your ideas, your anxieties, your passions, whatever came up that day dump them out onto paper and it doesn't have to have a rhyme or a reason or even a path like you can write it in circles or do random words like it doesn't have to make sense to anybody because it's Mm. not for anyone but you but what you're doing is you are journaling it and getting it from your brain onto paper so that you can look at it objectively and from an Mm -hmm. outside point of view because you can do this brain dump and then leave it for the next day. And the next day you come back and you look at it and you're like, oh, I wrote that idea down last night. And that's a pretty dang good idea. I'm going to take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what journaling does is you can ask yourself questions that, that get you outside of your own pride or your own ego. And I know like when we're talking about confidence boost, pride and ego are not things that we lack, right? But are yeah. <laughs> not things that we're in overabundance of. But really, when we're sa- telling ourselves that we're not worthy or we're not confident, there is that little bit of ego saying, I know what's better, right? Like I know the truth and the truth is this negative thing. But when mm-hmm. we journal about it, we have to get really raw and honest with ourselves. And that's when like, you can pair all three of these tips together and you can pray about it, journal about it, and then ask God to help you sort it out, right? Of like, okay, I'm feeling this emotion. I'm feeling this negative way. Help me flip the script and turn it into something positive, which we could then put into our positive affirmations that we repeat daily. So they kind of all go together. I love the way that you've connected that up, because especially when it comes to things like affirmations, I know that's one of those things that some people are very wary of in the Christian community because it's a, it's something that a lot of non-Christians do. But you can absolutely make biblical based affirmations and like, like just yeah. listen to what God is telling you. What does he say about you? Go like use Bible verses as affirmations. Like there's so many things yeah. that you can do that are completely grounded in faith and, and completely aligned to scripture. So like, it, 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 yeah, I love that you just connected all those things together because it absolutely can be done. And it's just 
Yeah, it's great to hear the way that you've threaded them. Well, and one affirmation too, just a little backstory is I, so I pick a word for the year, every year, right? Mm -hmm. And a couple of years ago, my word was faith. Um, This is Mm -hmm. when I was really stepping back into my faith and figuring out who I was. And my affirmation that I used for quite a while was, I am a daughter of God. And Mm -hmm. I just kept telling myself that because for the longest time, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that he cared about me the way that he does. And so Mm -hmm. um, that was me affirming it to myself so that I could then believe it and step further and deeper into my faith. And so you can absolutely have biblical affirmations. I think all of mine are probably a little, they're all what God has told me. And I just repeat to myself until I believe it. Um, It's hard sometimes to believe when he says that you are good and faithful. Sometimes it's hard for us to believe that. Yeah. And just like you said, keeping it front of mind is so important as well, because like we can say it one time and maybe we believe it in that moment and then life happens and we get busy and we get distracted and then the fear comes up and all of a sudden all these other things are in the way. And so even just like having that thing to come back to and to ground you every day or every week, just reminding yourself like, no, this is a thing. I believed it before. I can believe it again. Let's just come back to that and keep it at the front of my mind so that I can be like active with this thing rather than it just being a thing that flitters around in my brain <laughs> oh yeah absolutely amazing well thank you so much for sharing all of that that's amazing and you have a, a free thing that you were going to share with us as well so do you want to tell us a little bit about that a little download yeah absolutely so on my website um when i was stepping into coaching one thing that i has been a huge part of my life for years since my first was born is self-care like i I had to learn to pour into myself first because you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't fill others' lives if you're you're empty yourself. And so I really dove into self-care first. And I created a five-day challenge that is a self-care challenge. And you go at it your own pace, but it's just recognizing what self-care is and how it fits into our lives. Because self-care is going to be different for everybody. Not everyone, not two people are going to have the exact same self-care routine. And so I created this challenge and it used to be a paid challenge. And recently I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this. I just think everyone needs to go through this. So if you go to my website, heyitslindsay.com, under programs, you'll find this five-day self-care challenge completely free. And I encourage everyone to dive into that and put yourself first so that you can serve others. Yeah, I love that. And we'll link it in the show notes as well so people can just click directly and get Perfect. there Um, to keep it super simple. That sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to go check that out and try it out maybe this week or next week. That sounds really awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this amazing wisdom with us. It's been lovely chatting with you and I feel like I've learned so much and I'm, I'm excited to <laughs> go try and put some of this stuff into practice for myself. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I just I love talking to you. You're so like comfortable and natural. So I just wanted to give you props. And I think your podcast is amazing. So I hope that this reaches the right people at the right time. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. If this conversation blessed you in any way, would you do me a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? 
it's the only real way I get to know that you're enjoying the show and I know what episodes you like, what content you're interested in. Um, it would be so meaningful to me to hear from you. Also, be sure to head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community to join the faith-filled business community. It would be such an honor to hang out with you there too. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.